On this episode of Tag Talks Business, I speak with Richard Mills, Vice President at Placer American. Richard, thank you for joining me for Tag Talks Business. I appreciate you taking some time out of your day to uh, talk to me and, and our listeners. Well, thank you for having me, Tag. I look forward to, uh, to speaking with you. Thank you. So I'd like to jump right in uh, just to get a little bit of background about your career and what has brought you to uh, our community um, leading the uh, Plaster American team. Yeah, you know, thank you. Thank you for that. Um, it's a pleasure to be here and um, I look forward to hopefully telling our, our, the Plaster American story as best I can. Um, I'm a relatively newcomer to the business. Um, uh, as you can tell, I'm, I'm an Englishman, um, but I've been based in the U.S. for over 24 years. Um, my wife is actually from New Orleans, um, so I, I do say y'all quite often, um, but I've been based in the, in the southern U.S., as I say, for 24 years. Um, born in England, um, a mechanical engineer by education, um, an extensive career, always in very heavy manufacturing, specialty vehicles, yellow construction and ag vehicles and military vehicles um, and semis and so on, both in, in, in Europe um, with international assignments uh, throughout mainland Europe, India, Middle East, Southeast Asia, and then um, relocated to the United States in, in, in 98. So I've been here for over 24 years. Um, again, okay. career in heavy manufacturing, specialty vehicles, um, as an engineer, as a sales engineer, product manager, um, production manager, plant manager, vice president of multi-plants um, and leading to VP of, of, of engineering and product development, and then into a business leadership role. So a progressive career um, through the ranks, if you will, and then migrated into the rail sector um, nearly 10 years ago. Okay. Um, spent some time with Plas's competitor, um, but then recently joined Placer America um, last year, um, relocating to the Chesapeake area. Gotcha, gotcha. So, so fairly new to the 757. Definitely, definitely. I still have a 770 area code, which is my Atlanta area code, yeah. <laughs> so can you give our listeners a, 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 some background about the company itself and the history? Because I, I think um, unless they're intimately uh, familiar with Plaster American, um, I, I think a lot of people may not realize the history that Plaster has um, in Chesapeake and the Hampton Roads uh, community and, and the services and products that you all serve uh, to the local industry. Yeah, I'd be glad to. Um, so the business had a, has a very strong heritage here in, in the, uh, the Hampton Roads area. So it's been located here since 1970. So the company is celebrating a 60-year anniversary in North America. It's been here for 50 years. And as you say, we're just now embarking on a, a significant capital investment and expansion, um, demonstrating our commitment to the community and, and our confidence in our growing business. Um, so what does Placer American do? So we manufacture very special specialized equipment to support the nation's railroads. Um, everybody's familiar with locomotives and the freight cars, but there's a, a great deal of work that goes on behind the scenes to build track and maintain track um, so that it operates safely and efficiently and effectively for the nation. As we know, the U.S. 
is a very significant country. The, the, just the scale of the country. We've got ports on the west coast and the east coast, and then we got Canada and, and, and Mexico as neighbors. So the North American market relies heavily on the railroad industry. So we manufacture very specialized equipment that design and uh, lay track and maintain track for the nation's railroads. Um, they're designed in-house. We have extensive engineering um, group here that lead the way. So Placer is, is known for its technology um, and how it provides value-added solutions for our customers, both the freight railroads and the metros um, okay. in, in, throughout the region. Nice. Um, and I'm assuming there's probably a, a, a big connection to the port itself, because obviously that's such an integral part of, of what we are as a community. I mean, quite honestly, the, the maritime industry um, and, and the rail lines associated with that are, are basically one of our three primary pillars in the Hampton Roads community. Yes, definitely. Um, so the, the original intent when the business was uh, located here, as I say, in 1970, was its close proximity to a deep water eastern port. Um, our parent company is based in Austria, in Europe, and we have um, affiliates throughout the world. So we are the world's largest and leading manufacturer. So the close proximity to the port um, where we do have um, ex extensive uh, trade routes to our own supply chain um, throughout the world and, and our parent company, sister companies throughout the world. So it was very important that the business be located on the, on the eastern seaboard, um, equally close to mainland track um, that, that facilitate that. So there, there was a very distinct reason for locating here. And it's been a good success for the business, hence why the, uh, the expansion that we're now underway with as we say, a $54 million expansion in the facilities. Exactly. And, and along those same lines, can you talk a little bit about how that expansion um, is going to change or expand what is already uh, being offered through Blasher American um, and how in the coming months and year, um, the, the local community is going to see that kind of landscape change um, and what needs you all have, whether it be on the workforce side or um, other expansion needs as this all comes together in the next, what, I guess about 18 months to two years? Yes, that's right. 18 months to, to two years, a very complex um, plan. Um, one of my colleagues, Joe Stark, is leading those efforts um, and he certainly has his, his hands full, but uh, and Joe has done this before, as have I, but uh, Joe is a native of the area um, and he has laid the project out well. So it, it is in multiple phases. Our existing footprint that, uh, that is the existing site in Chesapeake, um, we have acquired additional properties on multiple fronts to expand our acreage, um, but we are located on, on the main track um, on, and then down near uh, Atlantic Avenue. Um, so multiple phases, um, we have a lot of square footage here, manufacturing square footage with multiple buildings, um, and then a, a main two-story office block. We are building a, a new three-story office block um, to be self-sufficient um, as we are. We're a very vertically integrated business. We actually have four business units within the umbrella of Placer America. So okay. we have an equipment business unit and then a parts and service business. Um, we also have a contracting business where we operate our own equipment for customers. So we will do that and, and help customers. We operate our equipment. 
Um, and then we also have a, a leading digital technologies business unit. So there are four businesses within the Plaster American umbrella. So it's important we can support that organic growth uh, as the, uh, the, the rail industry continues to grow in North America. So we will build a, a three-story office block um, in the, 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 the north side of the, of the campus. Um, that will then should be operational early first quarter of 2022. That is underway now. We broke ground last month. That construction is underway. And then we will um, remove the current office and a portion of the existing manufacturing to then significantly expand our manufacturing footprint um, to facilitate the organic growth that we have. Um, as we know, a business is far more than a building. Buildings will be absolutely world-class, um, but then it's important that it's the processes and the systems and importantly, the people that are inside that, that truly make a business. It's the culture, it's the sense of urgency, it's the teamwork, it's the collaboration. Um, so as the project um, moves to fruition, we expect an additional 100 jobs uh, created um, to support the community um, as, we, as we facilitate our growth. So we currently have about 350 people on the team, um, as I say, with an additional 100 in the coming years um, as, as the growth happens. And that is all organic growth to support the, uh, the North American market. That's wonderful. Well, and, and I'm sure the economic development team over in Chesapeake uh, are, are pretty happy with this. Um, it, it speaks volumes to the city. Um, and, and speaking about that, can you talk a little bit about what are some of the success points um, for Placer and, and how that's carried through over the last, what, five or six decades, um, both as a company and with the, the connection to the Chesapeake community? Um, yeah, the skill set that, that, is, that is in this area, um, as I say, I've, I'm a new uh, a beginner to the company here, um, but there's very much the reasons why I joined. Placer is the market leader, it, the brand equity that we have here that has been built for many years. Um, and it's been built for many years because of the people that are in the community. Yeah. You have to have the design and the engineering and the technology leadership. And we have the world's best engineering team and they're based here. We don't outsource our engineering. It is all here. So we have technical wow. leadership, um, but then the team that's within the facility, our welders, um, our assemblers, our painters, our electricians, our hydraulics and pneumatics engineers. So it takes a team. It, it, whatever we do, any successful business doesn't rely on any single individual. It takes a team. Um, so the skill set that it is in, in, in the Hampton Roads area, the welders, because of the, the extensive shipyards, it's a core competency here. Um, so this, this, this requires a skill set from vocational skills um, and all the way through um, education. So we're fortunate to have a, a good pool of, of highly skilled um, individuals. And we also do a lot of training in-house. You sell a machine once, um, but you service it for 15 to 20 years. So it's very, then, it's very important then that you have world-class after-sales support and that you supply parts and service and technical support to the market and to your customers. They can buy your machine once, but they won't come back if you do not look after it well. So additionally, we have the world's best service team and parts and after-sales support. Um, without them, 
customers do not come back. Um, and, and that's business 101. Sell it once, but you have to look after it. Um, and the nature of our products, they last 15 to 20 to 25 years. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you talk a little bit about rail expansion and the future of rail. And I think in this community, um, the port is such a, a visible part of what we are as, as a pillar. But the rail industry uh, kind of parallels along with that from the standpoint that it's one thing to get the, the product here. It's another thing to then get it across the country. Um, can you talk about uh, kind of the future of rail and how that's changed um, within the country and, and where you see that going in the, in the coming decade? Yeah, great question. So the, the, the nature of the geography of, of North America um, ports on the East Coast and the West Coast. So West Coast supporting Asia Pac, China, um, and, and, and the Pacific area. Um, Eastern ports, Charleston, Savannah, Chesapeake, and Norfolk, so, um, communicating with, with Europe. Um, the world has got smaller with global trade. Um, so from the East Coast ports, automobiles, um, consumer goods, um, grain, um, oil, etc. Um, all coming into the new deep water ports. And a lot of investment has been put into these ports to make them deeper, dredge them, and, and so on to, to accommodate larger and larger ships. Um, equally, the West Coast, we know we're dealing with Asia Pac and, and China. So how do you move goods? Well, it's all based off the economy. How do you move goods efficiently and at the right price? And in North America, because of the land mass, Rail freight is, is, the, is the, the, uh, the most economical way to transport heavy goods. So there's a great deal of trains and, and, uh, and container traffic coming across the country. It is not going away. It is also a national defense um, so that the rail infrastructure um, is a critical part of the economy in, in North America, both in Canada and then down into Mexico. And we've recently yeah. seen some consolidation with, with customers. Um, uh, CP and, and, and KCS into Mexico. So it is a booming economy. It's a growing economy. It is very much the bellwether of the economy in general, um, but it's strong. It receives a lot of investment and, and we're fortunate to play in that, that critical infrastructure market. You are known for, for the, the immense quality. Um, so I would assume your expectations from those that you partner with is, is pretty exceptional as well. It is. Um, so the products themselves, um, highly engineered specialty pieces of equipment um, that need to have the high degrees of uptime. So we partner with the world's leading supply chain. So our, our steel, our engines, our hydraulics, our electrical. Um, so we, we have to partner with the world's best um, because those components represent our brand literally high degrees of uptime are a crucial element of, of, of our brand and the value proposition that we promote to our customers. Um, so we do partner with, with the world's leading supply chain. Um, and equally, our parent company in, in Europe um, that has built this brand um, worldwide. So Plaza and Thera in Europe, Plaza America in North America, our colleagues south of the border, uh, Plaza Mexicana, and Plaza Canada, and there are many affiliates around the world. That brand equity is, has been hard-earned, um, as I say, with technological development um, and the people within the facility and the business. Um, it's, it, the brand equity is, 
is bar none. That's wonderful. So, so we talked a little bit about the future expansion. It's, it sounds like, if anything, it's going to continue to expand and grow rather than contrast in the next, say, 10 to 20 years, um, because it is one of the most affordable. I don't think people realize to the extent of how much more expensive it can be to move freight um, when it's not done through rail. Yeah, I mean, if you look at um, every semi, um, and how much space it takes up, but it needs an entire ecosystem and transportation system, so that there is there is a need. It's all based off cost and and, and yeah. efficiency. So when you're hauling thousands of ISO containers from the, the port to a to a to a yard, um, rail is by far the most economical way to do that. Um, then you move that container onto a semi but then you move it to final mile and you have a smaller um, utility vehicle that then delivers it to the, your uh, grocery store and to your, to your front door. So there is a, a, a very clear delineation of what is appropriate for where you are in the transportation chain. And we're fortunate to, uh, to, to play a part in, in, in that. But rail is not going away. It is most certainly growing. Um, globally, it is growing for heavy freight. Now in Europe, um, a lot of the rail is passenger transportation, just the nature of that market just so yeah. happens that in the United States, it's more freight, but we also have extensive customers in the, in the metro and transit areas. So in, in the major cities, Philadelphia and, 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 and New York and Boston and so on, but that's more passenger traffic. Um, so we do play in different markets and we operate, uh, we are the market leader in different markets. That's wonderful. So as you get ready to expand and we talk about workforce, um, for those, as you look to fill those uh, additional 100 positions, can you talk a little bit about the, the company culture for, for the actual staff themselves? And if someone were to come on and, and join the Plaster American team, what they would expect as far as the culture uh, with your team? Yeah, great question. Um, so the culture of the business, without a doubt, is, is one of integrity, of collaboration and teamwork, um, continuous improvement, and then a, a sense of urgency. Um, we very much pride ourselves in customers, but we have internal customers. So internally in the business, who is your internal customer? How do I deliver what they're expecting from me on time? So uh, the, the, the culture is certainly one of yeah, collaboration, teamwork, and a sense of urgency. Um, we're fortunate to have a, a lot of team players who've been here and had extensive careers here. Multiple generations, um, brothers and sisters, uh, family members, and you typically don't get that um, of shared family members and multiple generations if, uh, if the company culture isn't one that's embracing and that engages, engages people and engages family. But business changes. Um, so while, yes, we're investing heavily in building a phenomenal new campus, um, which is the vision of, of our CEO, Thomas Blashinger. Um, so uh, Thomas is, is leading that vision and business growth. It's the culture of what's inside that business that, that, that makes the difference. So the culture of operational excellence transformation. So there's a lot of, uh, of engagement and new processes that we're doing. Toyota production system launching a lot of our 5S um, initiatives and continuous improvement 
where we're engaging and harnessing the talent that, that is our existing team. Um, so we want everybody involved in continuously improving the operation. That's wonderful. So before we wrap up, I wanted to make sure if, if someone is interested in either partnering with you as from a B2B standpoint or um, professionals that are looking to, to, to join your team as you look to expand, um, how, what's the best way to connect with your team and, and, and reach out and find out some information about the Plaster American? So on the company website, plasteramerican.com, um, all the open positions are posted um, with clear links through our, our partner website for, for anybody to, uh, to apply. Um, so they, they clearly spell out the position, um, the duties, and our expectations, um, but equally the, 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 the qualifications, and then what somebody can expect from that. And there are a broad gamut of, of roles available as we grow both manufacturing roles, administration roles, engineering roles. Um, so there is a role there for almost anybody um, to join the, the world's number one. Perfect. Well, I so appreciate your time. Thank you for what all that you and your team do um, as an industry, but also specifically for what you all do to support the Chesapeake community and the Hampton Roads community. Um, I, I think you're, you're kind of a hidden gem to a certain extent, but I think with this new expansion, uh, people are getting to know you more and more every day. And, and I think that's a great thing because you all played a, a major role in our community for, for many decades and it's greatly appreciated. Well, thank you, Tag. I'll certainly pass that on to the team. Um, and I'm looking forward to, uh, to spending many years in, in, in the community and, and getting to know you all um, a lot better. So I appreciate your time and, and thank you for your support. Thank you. And thank you to the listeners of Take Talks Business. We'll catch you on the next episode.